Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, welcome back to Don V Fridays. This is a very... This is almost an emergency podcast. Um... I normally record on Thursdays. Today is Thursday, August the 1st. I normally record on Thursdays. And in my mind, I had a couple of topics that I was thinking about doing. But I was like, hmm, should I do this topic? Or should I do a, this or that? A preview of another team? Or, you know, get, get more in-depth about the schedule? What was I going to do? I lay down for a nap. And... I wake up and Bud Foster announces his retirement at the end of the 2019 season. So, I mean, like, the fan the fan is like, man, Bud Foster gone. But, like, the content creator in you is like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yo, Bud Foster. Hey, Bud Foster left your boy with a stimulus package on this Thursday with um. Yeah, man, this this episode, there's no guest, just me. This this uh this is the Bud Foster episode, I guess. We're gonna discuss uh Bud Foster the good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh hopefully, I mean what and where do we go from here? Cause this truly is the end of an era in Virginia Tech football. Cause this isn't just the end of the Bud Foster era. This isn't just like some DC retiring. This is almost like us turning the page page, like because Bud still had a lot of the old regime, you know, like that old mentality with him. Some a lot of the Frank Beamer still lived in the program despite Frank no longer being here. It lived through Bud. So now that Bud is leaving, uh, where do we go? How do we turn the page? We're gonna get into all of that, but it's a new season. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland with a new haircut. The one thing that hasn't changed, where I'm putting my money down on all the games, my bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy p- 
points a player will score each game. Join now and get up to $200 in free bets. Use the promo code Virginia to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code Virginia when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. And if I was a Batman, um, I probably would not have put money that Bud Foster would leave after the 2019 season. I mean, he's been with Virginia Tech long. If you're listening to this, because I, I think mostly millennials listen to this, millennials and you Generation X, Generation Z people. I don't know. I don't know which generation y'all. The people underneath millennials. I most of the people that listen to this are either millennials or under that. If you're listening to this, Bud Foster been coaching at Virginia Tech longer than every last one of us has been alive. I might got some older, a few older listeners that might have uh, supported the program before Bud Foster, but I'm willing to bet about eighty percent of us. Because I think I said all. I say about eighty-five percent of us were either swimming in somebody's ball sack or not even thought of when Bud Foster started coaching at Virginia Tech. Even he's been a defensive coordinator since ninety-five, ninety-six, and um, that's longer than probably some of y'all, the younger listeners, some of y'all been alive. So just take that in, just. To have a job that long, 32, 33 years. I'm 32 years old. And Bud Foster's been at Virginia Tech 32, 33 years. So, to keep a job that long, that's shit. My mama always tell me, at least they know at least they know you can keep a job. My mama always tell me that because I haven't worked that many jobs. And I'm 32 and I've probably worked maybe three jobs in my life. My mama always tell me, like, at least they know you can keep a job. So, if I can compliment Bud Foster on anything besides football, because, yeah, he's a legendary, definitely going to the College Football Hall of Fame coach. He's going to get all the praise, the accolades. He's one of the greatest defensive coordinators in college football history, a legend in Blacksburg. You know, he's going to live way longer than... Um, then his then his uh his body like his spirit is gonna live. His spirit is gonna live way longer than he ever will. He's gonna live forever. He's gonna probably get a statue one day. They're gonna be saying Bud Foster's name a hundred years from now. There's an Earth. If there's an Earth a hundred years from now, people will be speaking about Bud Foster in Blacksburg, Virginia, at least. So I mean, the man is a legend. He's legendary. And anybody that can keep a job thirty some years. They had to be good as they had to be somewhat good at it. So salute the Bud Foster. Let's, you know, I don't want to just uh, talk bad about Bud Foster, you know, because I have, you know, I was the one saying he should, he should entertain firing him. Like, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep the same energy. I was one of the people last year who was entertaining. I wasn't shouting it from the rooftops, but I wasn't go. I'm gonna say it like this. If they would have fired Bud Foster last year at the end of the 2018 season, I wouldn't have cried about it. I wouldn't have been sad about it. I would have gave him his props. Salute to you for keeping the job 30-plus years. Salute to you for being one of the greatest to ever do it. 
But if they was willing to move on to another direction, I wasn't going to cry about it. Same thing with Frank. I'll keep it a buck. Frank, once again, he's going to live longer than every last one of us. He's going to live forever in Blacksburg. But when they was ready to get rid of him, I wasn't broke up about it. Jesus, you got to keep it. This shit a business, man. This shit a business. People keep saying, uh, it's like a father to me. This is family. No, this is business. This is big time college football. Millions of dollars are being made. Uh, TV contracts. All This is a business. This is big time business. This is no longer amateur sports. The way this shit started in the 1920s and whenever college football started, it probably was a family of, and we love each other and it's for the pride of Virginia Tech and for the school and no, I, not no more. It's millions with an M. Sometimes, and possibly billions, if you want to look at the whole NCAA, the whole scope of college athletics. It's a billion dollar industry. It's an industry. Ain't nobody got time to be loving somebody where it's affecting the bottom line or affecting dollars or affecting wins and losses. And that ain't how it works. So, but Foster, we love you. I love you. I respect you. I'm going to respect you for the rest of my life. Not only just because you're a football coach, because you're a man, you're a child of God. You ain't never did nothing wrong to nobody to the best of my knowledge. I never heard Bud Foster rape nobody or rob nobody or kill nobody. I always love and respect you just for being a good human and a child of Christ. I respect you off that alone. But that don't mean you get to just have a job for the rest of your life either. And if he recognized that. You know, he was like, all right, I done made my money. He's made good good coin being a defensive coordinator, one of the highest paid, you know, defensive coordinators in all of the lands. So he ain't tripping. He done made his money. Now he about to kick back, play golf, kick it with Frank, you know, scheme on some holes. I don't know what Bud Foster does in his spare time. It, damn sure not recruiting. So I don't know what he does in his spare time. But, um. Salute the Bud Foster. The man is a legend. Um, I don't want my tone for people to. I don't want my people to hear my tone and people think I don't care about Bud. Love Bud Foster. Bud Foster has been, you know, I've been watching Virginia Tech football since my teens, since my early teens, and I can. And Bud Foster was always there. Always, he was always there, and. Lead, except for like last year, always had at least a good defense. If not an elite, you know, defense. You know, Virginia Tech was built on defense. Um, I seen several tweets today where you, where a lot of people is starting to put Bud Foster like above Frank Beamer and not like, of course, Frank Beamer's the head man, but as far as shaping the identity of Virginia Tech, you know, since 99 of course most of us became fans and a lot and, a, and a, to the like 15 older people that listen to this yes becoming successful gives you new fans that's like y'all gotta stop shaming people for that like oh you started i've been watching them since the night since the 80s i mean bravo but what i'm saying is most virginia tech fans most people want to go to that school like having a successful Football program attracts people. They want, make people want to go to the school. It makes people want to support the school. That's not a bad thing. That's that's not nothing you should shame people for. But Bud Foster helped shape Virginia Tech, you know, 
to what it is today, to the logo that it is today. Without Bud Foster, you we're probably still not even in the Power Five Conference. We probably in the uh, what's that conference? The American Conference, the old Big East that got turned. We probably still in that conference. So Bud Foster definitely will always be a legend, but shit was starting to slip. Shit was starting to slip. Everybody gets washed. Everybody gets washed one day. One day you wake up and you just don't got it no more. That don't mean that 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 don't erase the greatness that you did. It just means it's time to move on. And I, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people attach, you know, Frank Beamer and Bud Foster, and the nostalgia and the love and the, you know. I didn't grow up on that side of the state, so I look at Frank Beamer and Bud Foster as football coaches. But to the people that grew up in Southwest Virginia, they look at them as more than just they look at them as a fixture and a pillar of the community. Somebody that's damn near raised them. Frank Beamer and Bud Foster ain't raised me. You know, I just look at them as football coaches. So, so when we start talking, I'd be like, "Hey, man." But Foster kind of washed out here, and people get mad. Like people, they, they, they. It's almost like I'm attacking their family, and it's not that. What, what some people I feel like they need to do is they need to remove the emotions from it and look at it from a football standpoint. And as is this person helping us win, yes or no? And if the answer is no, you got to start looking at looking into somebody who could. That's all. It's not. It's not nothing. Uh personal behind it i'm not you know nobody and like i said i was one of the people that was saying listen they fired him i wouldn't cry about it because i wouldn't have you know he made his money he ain't eating out of a dumpster he ain't eating eating you know cans of beans he ain't living on ravioli but foster got money he would have been okay if they fired him last year you know i just think people they 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 put all their emotions into like something and they take and they, it kind of blinds them and they can't see straight. It's kind of like when you got a girlfriend that ain't no good for you and she's abusing you, hitting on you, oh, your boyfriend, whatever you went to, but that person's abusing you, they're toxic, they're this, they're that. And not saying being with Bud Foster as a coach is a, a toxic or abusive relationship, but just a person that's not doing nothing for you anymore. Everything started out great, but now they don't do the small shit no more that you that y'all used to do. They don't bring flowers. They don't. They're not there for you no more, or whatever the case may be. You can get the fuck on out. All right, I don't want to deal with this no more. But everybody's telling you that. Everybody's telling you he ain't this or she ain't that. But you don't want to hear that shit. You in love, so you know you kind of blinded by the love. So. That's, it's, it's going to be a polarizing thing because um, obviously Virginia Tech still has the season to play um, and people are going to say that the defense should want to, you know, ball out for Bud Foster. But in reality, the talent level, there's a ceiling. There's a ceiling. Above Foster, like a 
a prime Bud Foster defense was number one in the country. Like a top five defense. That's a prime Bud Foster defense, a top five unit. In reality, we don't have the kind of talent to put together a top five defense. So people are going to I, – I, I can already picture it. I'm like a visionary. I can see shit before it even happens. And there's going to be a game or two where the defense is going to be outmanned, outmatched, and they're going to get whooped on. It's going to be one or two games. And people are going to say these kids – don't give a fuck about Bud Foster, and this is how they do Bud Foster in his last season. And where's the heart? And where's the pride? Mm-hmm. But in real, but in reality, the truth is, they're gonna give their mm-hmm. all. Just are y'all serious? Mm-hmm. I apologize for that. What was I going? In reality, there's a there's a uh, in reality there's a ceiling that this unit can is they're gonna hit their head on the ceiling and it's not gonna be the above Foster defenses of old. So if people think last year the defense was bad because the kids didn't care or you know there was a lack of pride or you know I even was saying it last year there was just a talent ceiling that we were hitting and that talent has that ceiling has raised. Since last year, because a lot of these young players that was thrown into the fire are now older, stronger, wiser, and took some lumps. But still, that ceiling isn't uh to it's gonna be a, a prime buff off the defense. So if anybody think now that this team is gonna magically turn back into a good or great defense because Buff Foster announced his retirement, it's crazy. Um when we got when we got the idea that Frank was pretty much on his way out. That team still only went like seven, seven and six or something. I don't remember the, you know, the exact twenty fifteen. We we ended the season playing in Shreveport, people. You know, now we were losing, and then when they found out that Frank, I right, dog, Frank is leaving, they went and played, and you know, made sure he was bowl eligible and did what we had to do and won the bowl game. But it still wasn't prime Virginia Tech, so, so I wouldn't expect that. With this defense, either I wouldn't expect, uh, or it wouldn't be fair to be like, all right, go be a top fifteen defense because both of us retire. No, like let's say realistic. It's still gonna be a defense that's gonna have ups and downs. They'll be improved from last year because, like I said, Caleb Farley and Quillen and Jeremy Webb is healthy, which I need to knock on wood. Um. Dax, everybody's young, you know, a year older, stronger, faster, wiser, seen shit. The ceiling is improved, but it's still not gonna be, you know, the Virginia Tech defenses of old. So, uh, yeah, we we we're in the wait and see. Uh, I'm in wait and see mode as far as post, but what do we do post, but Foster? What do we do? After um, when it's all said and done, what do like, what do we do after next year? I'm pretty sure uh, recruits have been notified, recruits' families been notified, but Bud Foster wasn't no recruiter. So, um, but we'll get into that after uh, after this message from our friends at Seat Geek. Um, yeah, man, Seat Geek. Let them take the 
confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals. A yellow dot good deals. Red dot not so good deals. Use the promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. And, you know, that's when it all, listen, $20 off, you know what I'm saying, your first purchase, that's that's kind of a big deal. Like, two dubs. I mean, that's, that's a that's a, that's a a Tubman. <laughs> that's a whole hurry of Tubman out here, though. But uh, that's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, lights and event, we have the tickets. But getting back to Bud Foster, and uh, the biggest knock on Bud Foster, this is the biggest knock on Bud Foster, is, and, and, and the fans, this is what drives me up the wall about some of the fans. Not all the fans, but some of the fans. Bud Foster was not a top recruiter. He was not a top-notch recruiter. You know what I'm saying? He'll probably tell you that. But the, I think the worst, the greatest and the worst thing, like Bud Foster's greatest strength and his greatest weakness was the same thing. He he found these underrated guys, these zero-star guys, two-star guys, one-star guys, three-star guys. And he was able to mold some of these under-the-radar dudes and turn them into NFL talent. Turn them into you know, top DBs in the nation to turn them into top, you know, linebackers or pass rushers and all that. And, of course, it wasn't just Bud Foster. It was, you know, T. Gray and, you know, Charlie Wiles. And, you know, it, it, of course, you know, every great man got great men behind them helping them. It's not, it wasn't just Bud Foster, but it's Bud Foster's defense. If this defense is trash, we're going to go straight to the man, the head man or, the, you know, the man running the unit. So, but uh, Bud Foster's greatest strength was taking you know these low-key dudes and turning them into nfl players or you know virginia tech legends or whatever you you know whatever they turned out to be but at the same time his greatest weakness was he couldn't he himself wasn't a top recruiter and um the fans gave him so much still to this day they give him so much slack they give him a pass on being a poor recruiter because it's oh well cam chancellor was a two-star or oh you know this guy was a three-star you, you know the Edmonds brothers were only this so you know J. Ron hosley or luther maddie luther maddie was only a two-star out of florida or they found brandon flowers and it none of that shit helped last year when 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 you were forced to play a lot of guys who were not ready to be playing yet, and um, I mean even to the recruitment we got going on right now, you know we'll take a dude and he'll have no offers. He'll have a Virginia Tech offer, and then he'll have like a William and Mary offer, and he'll have like a Delaware State offer. You know what I'm saying? Like small schools, and then Virginia Tech. 
And people are just saying, well, shut the fuck up because Bud Foster can take anybody and be... No, 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 no. We got to stop that shit. Because when you do that, you're... It's not the way. That's not the way. Virginia Tech... And I I, got to remind people every day that Virginia Tech is a Power 5 program. It is in the Atlantic Coast Conference. The Atlantic Coast Conference... We get our jokes and we go ACC and all that shit. But the Atlantic Coast Conference, and I'm talking about in sports period, is one of the best conferences in the NCAA. It's one of the best conferences in the NCAA. And that means football, basketball, water polo, soccer, bass fishing, whatever you want to say it, you know, it's just sports as far as the Atlantic Coast Conference is one of the best overall conferences in college football. Don't let nobody tell you different. So when you are a power five school. And one of the best conferences. You shouldn't have to settle. Especially with a logo like Virginia Tech. With a legacy like Virginia Tech. That Bud Foster built. I'll give him his credit. Bud Foster helped build that legacy. But that don't mean. That you get to just accept. Recruiting to be what, what that is. Just because. Ten years ago, Bud Foster found a two-star quarterback and turned him into a great safety. Just because he did it that time don't mean he's going to do it again. And don't mean that's how you build a football roster. So, yes, a lot of people lamented what Bud Foster and Charlie Wiles was doing recruiting-wise because you cannot, okay, you find a Corey Moore, you find a Luther Matter, you find a Woody Byrne, but... In between you finding the great under-the-radar guy, you got some guys in there that's struggling. You got some guys in the trenches getting whooped every week because you're you've turned your outlier into the into the uh it like that it's kind of like people who always talk about quarterbacks and they always talk about Tom Brady. You can't find Tom like Tom Brady's on growing trees, Woody Barron's don't grow on trees. Corey Moores don't grow on trees. So what you're left with is dudes who probably should be playing, you know, somewhere else. And I'm talking about dudes who will probably be should be playing at HU or Hampton University or Norfolk State. You got them playing big time college reps, and you're asking them to tackle Ezekiel Elliott. You're asking them to tackle. Travis Etienne, you know, so we like we play ACC football, and, we, and then we play bowl games against the best. You know, we play bowl games against NFL dudes, and you got. That's why I'm always harping about recruiting because if you take a dude that had an offer, a couple offers to, to Akron, or a couple offers to like small schools, and where the biggest school he got, you got to realize one day he's gonna have to play, and who we're playing against. You talking about, okay, we know you kind of like an unheralded dude and you kind of undersized and you kind of slow and this and that. But uh, go, go, uh, let's say we got to play Alabama or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, go cover Jerry Judy and uh, oh, go, how your best go? No, 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 fuck no. So yeah, I don't want to be the dude that try to shit on under the radar dudes because once again, I don't care about the stars i care about the talent 
You know what I'm saying? You can be a three-star and have an offer to Tennessee, you know, a three-star with an offer to Miami, a three-star with an offer to Pitt, you know, Penn State. You can have power five offers as a three-star because people want to, because people try to turn it against me and try to make it seem like I care about stars. No, I care about what are you? Can you play? Do a, do power five schools think you can play? If your offers are like, okay, it was kind of like Virginia Tech or I don't know, go play at some JUCO somewhere. Go play at some small school. You got to look at that. Like, okay, maybe this dude ain't ready. So that was my beef with Bud Foster. That was my biggest issue. That was my biggest issue with Bud Foster. He wasn't a recruiter. And he'll tell you that. Um, and I think at times we over-relied on, oh, well, Bud Foster just turn him into something. Bud Foster just make him something. We don't even need who needs top players when Bud Foster is just going to wave his wand and he's going to wave a magic wand and just turn this unknown kid into a first round pick. And he's done it. He's done it. But in the meantime and in between time, it ain't like he, he did this every year. You know, we had years in between first round picks, you know, too. Like the Ed, you got the Edmonds brothers and then. Stuff like that. You got D'Angelo Hall, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. I don't want to ramble too long, but what I'm saying is my issue above Foster, his greatest strength was his greatest weakness. Uh, taking the unknown guys and turning them into stars kind of became an issue because once the recruiting on the defense fell off, uh, nobody was ready to turn up the heat. People were just like, well, he'll just do it again. And uh, we're kind of at where we're at because of that, because of that thing. Um, we're kind of at where we were at uh, towards the end of the Frank Beamer run because of that thinking. So let's let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about, like I like people have been some people has tweeted me and asked like who who can we replace Bud Foster with? I tell you who we can't replace him with. And that's Torian Gray. Torian Gray is not coming back to Virginia Tech. Um, I don't think Torian Gray will ever coach under Justin Fuente. Um, from what I hear, because I don't know Torian Gray, and I don't know Justin Fuente. Uh, Torian, Gray, Torian Gray don't really uh, fool with Fuente like that. Uh, it didn't really end on the best note. So I think the only way... Torian Gray would ever come back to Virginia Tech and wear maroon again as if it was to be the head coach. I don't think he would ever coach under Justin Fuente. I don't think I don't even think it's about money when it comes to Torian Gray, the way he feels about the, the, the program right now. I don't think it's about money. I don't think you could offer him $8 million. I don't think you could offer him $20 million to go coach for Justin Fuente. But you probably could offer him that to be the head man. So anybody that's saying, let's go get T. Gray back, and sometimes I say it just because I miss him, but in reality, I don't think he'll, I don't want to say ever, wear Maroon again, but it will have. It will probably be in the head coach capacity. Uh, you got Galen Scott, who's, uh, he won't be, you can, you can pretty much, I think Galen Scott was the security blanket for the day that Bud Foster decided to hang him up. But y'all know the story. Galen Scott was fucking somebody's wife or something. 
and he was tricking tricking off and then and then see and then people talk about money and how we need to give money and you know they can't do nothing without money but this man was taking recruiting budget money and he was tricking off on somebody's wife and take going on trips and he was down in Miami you know getting his dick wet you know how that go that's why I said dog anybody that donate money God bless you because you don't know where your money going to. Now, mind you, you probably done gave money, 10 racks, and this dude that took somebody's wife out on the lobster dinner on your dime. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. My money, I'll buy tickets. I'll buy merchandise. I'll, I'll, I got no problem spending money. But giving money? <laughs> Y'all wild. Y'all wild as fuck. I bet you bro was like, thanks for the lobster dinner, though. But no, Galen Scott, he can't do it either. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know who could be a possible uh, candidate for the defensive coordinator job. Um, hopefully, we completely turn the page and none of Buzz's friends, none of Fuente's friends. I hope they do a thorough search for a defensive coordinator, find the best candidate for the job, not none of this friend shit. Not none of this nepotism shit. Don't go get nobody's son. Don't go get nobody's nephew. Don't go don't don't go get nobody's uncle. Don't get no bud foster friends. No Frank. Don't let Frank Beamer say I got I know somebody. Nothing. I don't know. Let's turn the page and let's go get a defensive coordinator. Let's turn that page. Bud Foster is one of the highest paid assistants in the nation. So I don't want to hear shit about, oh well, you know, times are tight. Y'all got the money to pay Bud, you got the money to pay somebody else. Just make sure he's the right man for the job. That's all I care about. Go get the right I don't care if he's white, black, green, yellow, blue, polka dots, or purple. Go get the right man for the job. Period. Go get the most qualified man. A qualified recruiter, good on the X's and O's. Somebody that's gonna end somebody with some fire in them. Somebody that's gonna walk into the walk in them streets, walk in houses. Because you have to beat the fucking street nowadays. You can't just rely on hoping you get a core more. You got to beat the street and recruit. You got to be out here in these streets. Virginia produces too much talent for us to be hoping that an unknown dude can save us. It's too much talent in the state of Virginia. You got Tony Grimes, a five-star corner of Virginia Beach, who probably wants to be a hokey, but nobody's beating down his door to get him. I mean, they probably recruiting them and, yeah, yeah, you don't need, you want to go to Virginia Tech, here's your offer. But nobody's making him want to be at Tech where he wants to shut down everything. I want to, you know what I'm saying? And we haven't had that in so long. And people want to blame the kids. People want to blame recruits and say, well, Virginia kids just don't want to stay in Virginia. That might be true, but make them want to stay in Virginia. Make them want to stay. You, you, like Ohio State keeps Ohio kids in. You don't think Ohio kids want to run down south and play for Florida? Or run down south and play for Bamba? No, Ohio State built their program up where they want to stay in Ohio because they know we can still go to the NFL. You, If you ask a kid in the state of Virginia, no matter what area Cody lives in, what would you rather do? Play for the NFL or get out of Virginia? Because just getting out of Virginia don't mean they're going to the NFL. They want to they secure their future first. So people think it's just about getting out of Virginia. No, they want to get to the NFL. 
If that means playing at Virginia Tech for three or four years, they'll do that. Like, people try always try to jump into the mindset of a kid, like, oh, like, like it's just this hate for Virginia. Like, everybody wants to get away from where they're from. It's not a Virginia thing. They just want to make sure that the avenue they do it is the best. And and if you look at Virginia Tech, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to the NFL if I go here. If Virginia Tech starts to provide that, they'll go. They'll stay in state. We just need somebody that's going to beat their feet and make that dream a reality. So that's all I care for. People people asking me who I want. I don't know who I want yet. This is where we're going to take the 2019 season and we're going to look around the landscape of college football. And uh, if it's internal, in-house, cool. If it's not, cool. But I need somebody that's going to recruit. Somebody that's going to be in these streets recruiting. In these Twitter DMs, recruiting. On this phone, recruiting. On Instagram, recruiting. Not kick back, man. God bless you, Bud Foster, but damn. You was getting washed out here, my boy. I'm going to keep it a buck. But that's it for this week's Don V Fridays. I want to end this on a positive note and say, Bud Foster, God bless you. You will live longer than me. And probably everybody listening to this podcast, you will live, you're going to live longer than all of us. You're going to live forever. Definitely going to get a statue. Uh, the question is, where is it going to be? You're going to get it and you're going to live on in Blacksburg way after we dead and gone. We salute you. We thank you. Uh, enjoy retirement. I'll see y'all next week. God bless.